Their day had come, August 21, 1910. The condemned man wore no shoes. He stood over the drain hole in his cell and hummed the low notes running swollen in his blood. He shed his trousers while he hummed, and his shirt, and his undergarments too. Each he folded in a square and set upon the straw tick in the corner. The foul drain at the floor's middle called out to him in the singing voice of his woman down the hall. He answered, a long, weary-throated note, a brand of humming born from a troublesome lot. He was better than six foot two inches and sturdy despite incarceration. He'd turned thirty in January. Most considered him the handsomest man they'd seen, though he wore a wide scar across his jaw. At the pith, the condemned man was good, but he'd forever run afoul of temperance and lawmen. Daylight through the barred window marked his lower half. His feet were pale, and his pecker, in ordinary times a swag-bellied hog of considerable proportion, was on this morning contracted. His woman's voice grew louder, and in his mind he could see her and he hummed to his contracted pecker a snake-charmer tune fetched from a hoochie-cooch show, and its furrows protracted, and it was made long and serpentine, and the condemned man imagined then that it grew longer still, and mined the drain-pipe clear to the cell of his woman, and it whispered to her there, Keep your temper, and this thought made him smile. Down the hall the condemned woman hummed along. When he crescendoed, she did too. When he went so low she couldn't hear him, she sang things like, There's a hole in his pants where the crabs and bedbugs dance. It was the same snake-charmer melody the Alhambra house band had played seven years prior, on the night the condemned man had lit out of town. The night a big-name magician had levitated a woman on the Alhambra's stage while the melody built. High above, crouched on the fly-rig, the man who was now condemned had hummed along, and it spat tobacco juice down upon the stage from a height that caused much spatter, and it cursed the magician for having not paid the gambling debt he'd owed. The tunes they hummed to each other down the corridor and through the drain-pipes had meanings. They'd worked out a system of codes— the condemned woman knew then from his hum that the morning shift hall guard had arrived and that it was nearing time to change into her finery. She took off her underskirt while she sang. She took off her umbrella drawers. Each she folded in a square and set upon the straw tick in the corner. She was graceful and everywhere arched proportionate. Her skin was tanned despite incarceration and she stood above the drain-hole and hummed some more, waiting for her man. Young Officer Reed would be along shortly with a last meal and fine clothes they'd requested, and she knew he'd not be able to take his eyes off her, for even after a month in the pokey, the condemned woman was the cat's whisker.